With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to A to Z Sports Picks. Brian and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get you all set up, not only for the NFL weekend, but your first look at college football bowl games as well. Brian, my man, looking sharp as always, sir. How are we doing? Thank you, sir. Doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, I've got the one bowl game that I've already made my largest wager of the year on, and I can't wait to discuss. You are ready to go. I love it, man. Everybody, welcome in A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alabama CBS Sports Light, alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks is brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM and use promo code A to Z Sports. That's A T O Z Sports to get a risk free bet of up to $1,000 on pro football. That's BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 9789. All right, Brian. So. We're going to go ahead and jump into this now. First, all right, and we're going to start with college football bowl games here. All right, before we do that, I want to get your thought process on betting college football bowl games because the transfer portal is the most active that we've ever seen. You're going to have a ton of players that are opting out, whether going to the NFL, whether whatever, right? Like, I feel like this is probably the craziest bowl season that, yeah. we, that we're ever going to see. So ever. what's your thought process going into this? Well, normally my two things I talk about with bowl games are location and motivation. But now those two factors pale in comparison to roster attrition, who's going in the portal. And now you got, I mean, it used to be just the last three to five years, you know, if if you're a first round pick, you're not going to play in the bowl game. Now, I mean, if you're going to be a fifth-round pick, they're not playing the whole game. So you've got to be on top of that. Don't make any bets until you've got a pretty good grasp of and, – and look, some of them may not announce till much later, and um, you kind of just never know. I mean, sometimes we've had – or at least not, not so much recently now that we've got Twitter and can, you know, look things up and do a search for a certain name that you might be uncertain about. But, I mean, I remember 10, 15 years ago, I mean, the, the – the game would come on, you know, 90 seconds for kickoff. They'd have a graphic with like the eight guys are going to be out. You have, you've yeah. already made your bet and you're just screwed. So, um, yeah. So location and motivation is still a factor, but the biggest factor is knowing who's going to be in uniform. And I'm not saying it's an easy process. Fortunately, it seems like all of them are jumping in the portal now. Um, but the, even some of the guys that turn pro, some of them are saying that they will play in their bowl game. Some of them aren't saying at all, and you just got to get all that figured out, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, I think you're right, you know, and especially, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to pay attention to, you know, because it's generally going to be quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers that would make the largest difference, right? But also, you know, if both safeties are gone, right? Like, I mean, it, it, there's so many factors. So I, I think you nailed it right there. All right, all that being said, I know you got a couple bowl games, man. What have you bet already? What are you on? 
Well, so we don't have to worry about the stuff we just talked about for the CFP, at least for two games. We know yep. we don't have to worry about that. So, you know, Georgia and Ohio State. And, um, you know, I was just, you know, I had heard all year a lot of people I respect saying that they had this game, you know, lined at look, Georgia minus two and a half or three to Ohio State. And I was like, I don't know about that. And then with the way Michigan beat them uh, without quorum, or at least for uh, all but two carries, the first possession, um, Look, in my mind, Ohio State has faced three opponents that have a pulse offensively. Um, that would be Penn State, Maryland, and Michigan. And Penn State scored 31 on them. Maryland scored 30. And Michigan scored 45 on them. Well, I'm here to tell you Georgia's got a better offense than all three of them. Um, and, you know, Georgia did have some duds this year. The Missouri game, the Kent State game, the Samford game. But the, all the big ones... They showed up and showed out, you know, they just murdered Oregon uh, 49 to three. You know, Williams Bryce was packed for the Gamecocks go in there, beat them 48 to seven, 42 to 10 on Auburn, jumped out on Florida 21, nothing. It was 28 to three at halftime. Now the Gators did battle back, but they, then they responded with two touchdown drives. It was over 42, 20. That was a tough like spot at Mississippi state 45, 19. And then with LSU, um, what was it? Was it 35 to seven right there before, less than a minute till the half? I know LSU yeah. got a field goal there. Yeah. Um, so I just think Georgia has showed up within the big ones and taken care of business. I think they'll do that here. Love Georgia. And I mean, every which way you can bet it. And, um, it, it, you know, the books will probably come out with some adjusted lines, you know, like a minus 14 and a half at like a plus 220. When all that stuff comes out later in the month, I'll be getting a little bit of those little little nibbles of those too, but the big bet minus uh, six and a half on Georgia. Oh, and then my other one that I'm playing, uh, Utah minus three to Penn State. Penn State's already had a few op opt-outs. Um, and even if Utah has a couple, I think Penn State may have more co coming and just, in total are going to have more. And I think I like Utah against them. If they were, everybody was full strength, Utah played great against us, <clears throat> at least after the first quarter. Yeah. So those are my two. Nice. All right. So dude, first one for me, Georgia game, everything that you lined out hundred percent. I agree with that being said, I'm playing the over in this game. Cause you know what Georgia does? They score a ton. They score a ton. All right. And, like, I, 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 I say that not saying I'm against playing Georgia on the spread. I agree with everything you laid out. Uh, you're looking at six and a half, under a touchdown. Ohio State is going to put up some points, right? Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to put up some points, and there is a, 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 a quote-unquote danger factor with them in terms of, you know, getting a second lease on life. Uh, you know, last week, uh, Ohio State fans were yelling for Ryan Day to be fired, to bring in Mike Vrabel, right? Like, and you gave him life again. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to upset Georgia, but they're going to put up some points. So, long story short, like, I I I'm rolling the over there, and I agree with everything that you laid out. Um, next well, I one. agree with the I, – I mean, I, I agree with yeah. the over as well. I'm just going to sink all my eggs into the UGA basket. Right, but if yeah. I had to play the total, I, I would definitely play it over. Yep, I feel you on that one. Uh, the next one, dude, Michigan TCU, under in that game. All right, Jim Harbaugh's an NFL coach. He's gonna what are we, 58, 58 and a half, 59 on that? I'm asking. Let, I'm, let me I'm see. Not... Oh, I've got it right in front of me here. It is 
Um, no, yeah, 58 and a half. Yeah. yeah. So okay. the reason I'm playing the under on that is this. Harbaugh is going to approach this game. And look, nothing against TCU. They've had a great year. Magical year. All right. But Michigan's a much better team than TCU. And what Michigan's going to do is say, I don't have to beat you 45 to 25. I could beat you 27 to 10 and run the football the whole damn second half of the game. Like, I, I could just play keep away. Like, you, you're going to have three and outs. And you know what? I'm going to take the ball. I'm going to have long drives. We might get a field goal. We might get nothing. But I'll punch you down to your 10, and I'm going to make you do it again. And good luck, right? I, I'm going to play the under in this one. This one screams an under to me. Uh, last one, that I, or last two that I have so far. Ole Miss, minus three and a half against Texas Tech. Um, Lane, in that whole Auburn situation, kind of looked like a jackass in all that. And yep. it cost them the egg bowl. Because yep. they didn't squash that thing before the game came. And if they did, I 100% believe Ole Miss wins that game. But you had an entire locker room that was sitting there. And I know that Lane said, I'm coming back, whatever. That's fine. You could say that until it's official. Nobody's believing it. So you had a bunch of Ole Miss players that are sitting there thinking, do I need to enter the transfer portal? Where do I need to go? Right. Like, they looked horrible in that game. But. I think that Lane knows, and especially for recruiting, if you're going to give him, you know, a national platform to play a game, he's going to show out in this one. So I'll take Ole Miss. I, I, agree, I agree with you on, on this one. I just was a little uh, apprehensive about potential opt-outs, and but I agree I agree with you on, on this one for sure. And, and you know what? That, that you bring up a good point, too. Like, you don't have to bet it right now. I don't think the line's going to go crazy. Well, it's you know, come one, down. It's come down. 100% like, it has, right? So I even saw a couple of threes last night. Yeah. Uh, I don't, so, you know, it's a good one to just kind of like, you know, put in your notes, you know, yeah. on your phone. If you got a board, like whatever. Like, just kind of mark that one down. Keep an eye on it. Um, I think it's a good one. All right. And last one, I'm going to throw this to you, Brian, because I don't know how I feel about it just yet, but this is my thought process. When Oregon State. Te- take what? it. Oregon State. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> when I'm talking about um, motivations, all right, I think the largest discrepancy could be Tulane and USC. USC, nothing to play for. Their season's o- over, obviously. All right, Caleb Williams probably going to win the Heisman. All right, I don't think he's going to play. And you look at Tulane. Now, like, is he not going to play because he's injured from the injury? No idea. Like, I, and I'm, I'm not confirming that. It's just my right, thoughts right, right. Gotcha. that I don't think that he's going to play. So, again, because he don't can't have to make turn this... pro because he's a true sophomore. He can't yeah. turn pro. So but, yeah, he just, got pretty banged up in that game. Yo, absolutely. Like, and just keep this one written down. You have to bet it right now. But Tulane, like, all that said on USC with no motivation and if Caleb Williams doesn't play, then you got Tulane who I think would be the most motivated of any team, not in the college football playoff, to win a bowl. Like, they're going to be everything that bowl games are about, being excited to be there. They're going to take part in everything, fired up, smiling. Like, yeah, and that's a good football team. So just keep it Zero opt-outs. I'd be shocked if they have any opt-outs. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, this could be the biggest game that any of these guys ever play in, right? Um, the hard part is that a lot of people agree with that and the lines come down 
Like right. it's only USC being favored by one and a half. So, uh, you know, this felt better at three and a half. Right. So just something to write down, but that, you know, going through the motivations of each one of these games, like that one, the discrepancy in that one stuck out to me way more than a lot of the others. Right. So, all right. Tell you what, what else sounds good? I was just going to real quick before you do that. I was just going to say, I, I did get Oregon state at minus eight before Richardson and all them opted out. Cause I knew that was coming. Uh, but now it's at 11. I'm not sure, but so, yeah. but I think it's Oregon State or pass. But anyhow, um, go ahead with the. Uh, no, no, I feel you, man. Speaking yeah. of something that is not a pass at all, yes, our friends at Omaha Steaks, man, dude, get the job done. Fall is in the air. That means fall grilling, cookouts, tailgate parties, so much more. Luckily, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors while fall with their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Now is the perfect time to load up on all this incredible flavor and take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping. Their friends and family sale, go to omahasteaks.com, use our promo code A to Z, that's A-T-O-Z, at checkout to get $30 off your order. All right, don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and stock up today. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak, Brian. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. And don't forget to score that extra $30 off your order when you see when you use A to Z at checkout. All my steaks, perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights. You won't come close to getting this kind of quality at the grocery store. Visit allmysteaks.com, promo code A to Z at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Now, Brian, <clears throat> we need to take a look at Tennessee Titans, okay? They're at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But that's not the largest news. Everybody knows the deal. GM John Robinson, gone. Fired. You know what now? Mike Vrabel, the king of the throne of everything, the Tennessee Titans. All right? I'm going to go ahead and go first because I feel as strong as about this game as I could any game, college football, NFL, anything. Um, if you like betting Mike Vrabel underdog games, it's been great. It's made us a lot of money. I don't know if there's any more powerful of a bet than Mike Vrabel. I just got everyone's attention game, right? Like, I guarantee everyone at the facility was sharp, on point, people making food, uh, the crew that, that was picking up the trash, right, for the city. like Grounds crew. Everybody. There's no messing around anymore because the king – is sitting over his throne, and Mike Vrabel does not mess around with anything. Uh, I'm I'm rolling Tennessee by far in this one. What do you think? Well, you know I fade the Jagoffs every week, and this is no different. The Jags are one and five straight up, and one four and one against the spread uh, in six road games. They're having to travel back to back weeks. They got absolutely mauled uh, in Detroit. Uh, last week, and uh, they've just been an absolute disgrace on the road ever since they got that early or mid-September win uh, against the Chargers when the Chargers were super-duper banged up at the time. Uh, so, yeah, Titans minus uh, three and a half or four. Uh, we're on the same page on this one. Yep, 100%. Plus, you add in Trevor Lawrence still banged up. Yeah. Right? Like, I didn't see the update for today. I know he hadn't practiced. I, I, I saw that he was probable. Now, I didn't. So, I mean, I'm expecting him to play, but probably not at quite 100%. But I don't yeah. care if he's 100%. Uh, 
Uh, I don't I'm either. So, yeah. I don't either. Like <laughs> this is this is my favorite play yeah. of all Tennessee Titans plays in this one. All right. Uh, while we're in the NFL, let's take a look around, man. What are you seeing from the rest of the league, man? What are your best bets? All right, so Joe Burrow's never beaten the Browns, and ever. they got isn't that never, weird? Yeah, and he's, he's never what, and never lost to Mahomes. Is that right? Like, right, three and zero against Mahomes, and never an zero for life against the Browns. But you know that's uh, got him really fired up for this week. And ever since they got pimp slapped at Cleveland in that Thursday game, they've been terrific. They've won four in a row, both straight up and against the spread for the season at home. They're four and one, both straight up and against the spread since they got off to that. 0-2 start, they are 8-2 and straight up, 9-1 and against the spread. And in the last 11 games, Joe Burrow has a 22-4 TDI&T ratio. And Deshaun Watson looked awful and out of shape last week. I think the Bengals put it on the Browns. I got them minus 5.5. I'm going to also go with the Steelers, minus 2 to the Ravens. I think Tyler Huntley is a pretty decent backup. Um, and, uh, he did play well last week, but he's still only one in three in his four career starts. And he's got a three to five career TDI and T ratio. And in the last four games, uh, Kenny Pickett, two touchdown passes and zero interceptions for a rookie quarterback, you know, playing in his, you know, for, I mean, I guess he had two or three starts before this. I don't know how many starts he's at right now, but bottom line is four games in a row, no interceptions. He's getting better every single week. They've won back-to-back, both on the road. And last week, on a short week after playing Monday night, and they've won three of their last four. So I like uh, the Steelers. And then I'm also going to go uh, – I'm like all chalk this week. What could go wrong? Uh, hey, I'm gonna you want to know stat, though? You want to know stat real quick? I had a friend. Did, of mine all, tech- did the chalk win outright in all of them except one last week? If I'm not, yeah, mistaken. it was pretty high. And then also, I'll give you a stat here too. Um, a friend of mine texted me the same thing. We were talking about you know bets that we're looking at NFL wise, and he goes, "Dude, he goes, I just sent you a bunch of chalk." I said, "Well, let me tell you this. I was like, not in regards to the favorite, but in regards to home teams. All right, the last two weeks, over the last two weeks, and including last night in the NFL, home teams are twenty-two and ten against the spread so oh, nice nice there you go. nice yeah all right so a lot, let me quickly get through these next uh two and i'll be done so i'm gonna go with detroit uh minus two they've played really good football six weeks in a row the only losses but to buffalo by three to miami by four and i think buffalo and miami i think buffalo is a top three team i think miami's a top six ish seven at worst probably and they lost yeah by uh, three to the Bills by four to the Dolphins. They're only non-cover in this six-week stretch by a half point to the Dolphins. Three and a half point dogs lose by four. And um, I had uh, Detroit, like I think it was plus six or seven when they went at Minnesota early in the year. They got out to a 14 to nothing lead. Minnesota scored 14, uh, and, but then they went back up 24 to 14. Minnesota never led until 45 seconds left. They throw a 29-yard touchdown pass, and they win 28-24. But I, I still covered. They should have won that game. And um, in this six-game stretch I'm talking about, they've played so well. Jared Goff, eight touchdown passes, only one interception. And look, 
it's not part of my reasoning here that Minnesota's a fraud. I feel like we hear that every week from a lot of national pundits because they have had some good fortune, et cetera, et cetera. This is not a against Minnesota play. This is a yeah. play on Detroit. Um, Minnesota's been good to me. I've taken them a lot this year, and they've been good to me. So there you go with Detroit. And I'm also – look, I like Brock Purdy. He started 46 games in college, 81 to 33 TDINT ratio. I mean, it was probably the be- I mean, the record wasn't like super duper great, but I mean, it was probably the best four run of su- four year run of success Iowa State's had in decades. And uh, he played pretty good last week. And Tampa Bay. Oh, and by the way, it's it's minus three and a half even money. So that means you can buy the half point and not have to pay a fortune. You probably get it for minus 120 or minus 125 at worst. So make sure to buy the half point to three. But they, uh, San Fran's defense is so good and they cannot protect Tom Brady and at just all. Getting- and they're it's just getting be these a nightmare. Mir- they're just getting these miracle wins, and uh, they're fortunate, really fortunate to be five hundred. Um, but anyway, I like the Niners. Yeah, you know, and I feel you. Look, and, and also for Purdy, um, it, it's not like Shanahan's going to ask him to do a lot either. Right, right. right? We, like we get that, and you're right, dude. Uh, the the Bucks offensive line is going to be in absolute hell this weekend. Absolute hell, because. You, if anybody thought that the Niners were cranking that defense up before, buddy, it, it is about yeah. to be a horror we, show. We got to go help our rookie quarterback. Yeah, dominate yeah. even more. We, yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a nightmare, man. Uh, and also, I take a look. Anybody uh, when the prop bets come out, look at Tom Brady's pass attempts. Last couple of weeks, man, he's been at fifty. <laughs> like he is having to throw the ball a ton. So pay attention to that one. I agree with you. I like that. All right, I only have two. Um, Dolphins Chargers uh Sunday night football taking the over in that game. Um I think the Dolphins defense uh when you go and play against San Francisco, you come out of that little banged up. And there's a big wreck. I think it's like teams after playing San Francisco are like 0 and 10 straight up like 1 and 9 against the spread something like that. Um uh, and Miami has to go back on the road like another West Coast game here in Los Angeles. So I'm going to take the over. I think that Miami will score. They'll also give up some points. Chargers will definitely give up some points, but they'll score. I like the over 52 and a half in that one. And then Monday Night Football, New England, Arizona, under 43 and a half. I think that's going to be a hideous game. I think New England wants it to be a hideous game. Belichick's going to muddy that thing as much as he can. Uh, Yeah, you can give me that 43 and a half under primetime under. Yeah, I'll ride the hell out of that one with Belichick. All right, that's it. All right, Brian. About 60 seconds here, my man. College basketball, UFC. What do you got, man? What are you looking at this weekend? Bryce Mitchell, the pride of Arkansas. Thug Nasty, plus 120 underdog on the opener of the UFC 282 uh, pay-per-view card. In the main event, I like Ankalov. Uh, to win inside the distance to win the light heavyweight title. It's about an even money bet on the prop to win inside the distance. And then in basketball, um, Louisville, 0-8, both straight up and against the spread. They've lost their last five by 19 or more, mostly by a lot more than 19. They are playing FSU, who's only got one win as well. But FSU's played good their last two games. They covered easily. They played Purdue, one of the best teams in the country, very tough. They went to Virginia and only lost by five. Virginia's a top-10 team. So I haven't seen a line, but if FSU is minus – 11 or 12 or less, hopefully single digits. I'll be on FSU, uh, and I'm a faded Louisville in the first half as well. And 
I think they're playing LIU tomorrow, so the, the line might be like 40, so who knows. But look to back UConn. They're 10-0 straight up, 9-0-1 against the spread, all 10 wins by double-digit margins. Boom. Boom. There you go. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live uh, same time next week, Friday, 2 p.m. Central. Uh, and we're going to jump into the Orange Bowl with Tennessee and Clemson. So many more bowl games. We're going to break those things down. But as Brian said, it's smart to give it a little time. Let this let this transfer portal settle in a little bit. Yep. And then, yeah, we'll start jumping into it. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Good luck, everybody.